Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, and then make those characters fight for our amusement. And we have, I think, a lot of amusement in store today with this particular matchup. I am your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as always, except for that one time, is Ken Knapsack. That one time is a faded, distant memory now. It seems like I've always been here, even before the show began. <laughs> you have been here since before the dawn of podcast. Truman, it was I who created you. (laughs) Deep truths, deep truths here today, as well as some silly fun on Databank Brawl. We are also lucky to have our third co-host in the triumvirate that is Force Center podcast feed. We have the wonderful Jennifer Lando with us. Yay! We the triumvirate. Triumvirate, yeah. What is what is that? It's like Logre, Chief Chirpa, and another Ewok ruling the village. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Okay, the the triangle. You know, it's a word that I learned from reading a comic book or watching Doctor Who and thought, mm-hmm. I should add that to my uh, my lexicon. Yeah, side note, I learned it from Robotech with the Robotech Masters, <laughs> yeah. always in wow. three. Yeah. yeah. yeah Triumvirate. I know Trinity. Yeah. Same idea. So. Yeah, this one is like uh, more like, justify your liberal arts degree or your comic book <laughs> reading version of Trinity, really. It's, just, uh, it's another way it. to say three. Uh, anyway, we are thrilled to be here. Uh, always with us lately is just a little bit of whiskey. Not just too much. Just scotch. Just I noticed Jennifer's not drinking because it's uh, early in the afternoon, but yeah. I'll respect her decision. <laughs> I know. It is a very respectable decision. Uh, yeah, scotch. Scotch is another beautiful word. I don't Love think I learned it. that one in Doctor Who, but I should have. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be an episode with Doctor Who with the Scotch Monsters. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about Doctor Who, though. We are here to make some Star Wars characters fight. If you're just discovering the show, if this is your first episode, this is what we do. We get the information from the characters uh, about the characters from the StarWars.com databank. So it is fresh, minty, canon information. And then we go wandering into the wilds of Wikipedia get a little bit more information about them, and we discuss them in the characters' fight. This is a very exciting episode because I've discovered what happens is sometimes characters don't get added to the StarWars.com databank mm. as quickly as I would like. Mm. Yeah. And we are in a beautiful bounty where we finally, finally Ooh. got a bunch more Rogue One characters. Like they updated it? Oh, they this must updated have been it. Christmas morning for you, Yes, oh. yes. I got a tweet. Uh, somebody alerted me. I forget the tweeter's name, but thank you to that tweeter who alerted me, who told me, it's time because <laughs> there's a character that we have been waiting to fight who was my first uh no he was my uh, my first choice along with Bastan the space monkey really who Ooh. fought in our first Rogue One episode gotcha uh this is our now going to be second fully Rogue One episode and this Love is a it. fighter that we desperately wanted you guys okay. ready for our first combatant I'm, ner- <laughs> yeah. I'm nervous now yeah. I'm nervous I'm ready yeah. our first combatant is 
Admiral Raddus. Oh, yeah. I know what you're trying to do to me. Oh, this is the hardest, this already the hardest thing I know. <laughs> I've ever had to deal with in my entire life. <laughs> and you've lived a long life being born before the dawn of podcasts. Uh, here is what the StarWars.com databank officially has to say about our beloved Admiral Raddus. A gruff Mon Calamari officer, Rannis commands the rebel Starfleet before the Battle of Yavin, working to knit a hodgepodge of ships into a military force and arrange the delivery of new capital ships to the Alliance. Rannis has little patience for the rebel council's endless committee meetings. I'll say. As he sees it, military muscle is the key to defeating the Empire, not stirring speeches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is uh, yeah, it's juicy, right? Info, it's juicy. Yeah. It's uh, fully supporting what we saw in the film. One of the things we love here on Databank Brawl is to see exactly how these databank entries are written. Uh-huh. Sometimes they're just kind of straightforward information, and sometimes they mm-hmm. are in themselves sort of stirring speeches. Right. And this one is indeed a stirring speech that maybe Admiral Raddus wouldn't like. Yeah. Yes. Stop yes. talking, get Stop to fighting. Get to fighting. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, so I'm curious, Ken, you, yeah. you've got our, our Wikipedia up there. Yeah. Uh, is there additional information on Admiral Uh, Adams. Nothing that I describe, you know, it's plot stuff. Uh, You know, Aratus has obviously not been around that long. There's no legends of him. He's just canon. Um, Height is 1.90 meters. He's a tall Mon Calamari. He's roughly 65 years of age. Okay. Uh, I don't know how that translates into the the Mon Cal life there. I don't know if it's dog years or, you know, (laughs) Calamari years, but uh, (laughs) he's there. Uh, Eye color yellow, skin color gray. You know, as as you've all heard me say, he's from the Arctic regions of uh, Mon Cala. Um, so a lot different than Akbar in a way, but uh, similar in a lot of ways. So um, there's, there's a couple quotes. Um, uh, there's Radis to uh, Mon Mothma. I'm confident we can support whatever Operation Fracture requires. That's, you know, probably from some <laughs> deleted scene. Good. And then, of course, this is Admiral Radis of the Rebel Alliance. All squadron leaders report in. That's the best part of any Star Wars movie in history. Whenever anyone reports in, uh, my favorite Admiral Radis quote is, of course, let's probe that shield. <laughs> <laughs> Good old shield probing Admiral Raddus. Uh, also up on the Rogue One uh, databank now is his ship, the Profundity. Profundity. Oh, right. Yes. NC-75 cruiser. Yeah. Yeah. Has a great detail where allegedly he was building it uh, in the northern regions where he's from, mm. as though it was just a, a new like city that he was building under the oh. ice flows. And then he was like, Ha ha, MFers, it's a ship. There's a plot. What? First of all, I like that he's like Noah, and he's just building his own ship. (laughs) He built a death arc to take on the Empire. Uh, So uh, Ken and I uh, love this character uh, just in general. I think his his go-get-em attitude has been uh, really fun Mm -hmm. and really added a lot of energy to his scenes in Rogue One. How do you feel about Admiral Raddatz, Jennifer? I love him, and I think we talked about it on another episode, Who Would You Want to Drink With? I mean, he would be a blast to go to a bar with. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's going to, you know, he's a regular. He knows the bartender. They're going to give him shots. It's going to be a fun time. Great. Time. What's interesting about that that entry on StarWars.com is there's kind of a little bit of opinion. Like, he, I didn't think, I mean, I thought he was, you know, a take charge kind of guy. Yeah. Gruff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. But that he almost, they're painting him almost like a like a crazy general, like a general I mean, that's that's what I'm getting from that. And I did not get that from the film. I loved him in the film. Very likable 
guy who I was on board with. Yeah, this is, yeah, painting him a little bit is like Admiral Madfish Radis, but... <laughs> Madfish Radis. Is, ...is coming out more and more. Rogue One is set in this time where there are a lot of people resisting and still saying, let's have a political solution. Right. And I think he's the guy who's like, come on, they have a death ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we right. need to stop this. this is- That's a death ball up there. <laughs> yeah, so he may be screaming, but I think he's screaming common sense. He's on the right side of history. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I believe fully that there's some times in life when you need to put a gun on someone's face and that's how you get peace. That comes from my law enforcement kind of ties and background. Sometimes that's how you get it. Wow. Up until then, you can talk them down. Mm. You can, up until then. So I connected to Radis on that level. Yeah. I believe he's on the right side. But yeah. And I believe in the diplomacy. I believe in the senators needing to find another way. I believe all that. But I believe in Radis at that moment going, F this. <laughs> exactly. It was so We're exhilarating. We're done talking. Yeah. And as we uh, talked about uh, with Still Saunders and everything, and, and it's not just this funny little character to me. Mm. It is a it is a uh, a needed viewpoint, a complicated one, and a complicated time in Star Wars, as it's a complicated time in our world. But I am I am of the Radis ilk, mm. so I just connected to that. It's time to go. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. I do like philosophically that he doesn't choose for anyone else. He doesn't hold Correct. anyone in the Rebel Alliance hostage. He just says, "I'm out." I'm doing this. Yeah, we're doing it. You can join me or not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, anything else to say before we move on to our next combatant? Other than I, I mean, I almost feel I have to recuse, not resign, but recuse myself from these proceedings. Yeah. But I, I understand. I approach this with a willing and open heart, Joseph. I understand. Now, this was very difficult because I... I was torn between finding a combatant who we would love as much as Admiral Raddus, so it was a fair fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I did not succeed in that <laughs> task. I considered finding the most uh, despicable character, so this could just be Admiral Raddus cleaning their clock. <laughs> and I decided to go somewhere down the middle and just found a very fascinating Rogue One character who deserves a little bit of attention, a little bit of time in the sunlight, and that is Beezer Fortuna. Oh, shoot. Pops up. Pops up. Here is what StarWars.com databank has to say about Beezer Fortuna, and then we can discuss. (laughs) Notable for his desiccated leku, Beezer Fortuna helps Saw Gerrera with operational planning. He is a cousin of Bib Fortuna, but has chosen to fight the Empire rather than seek profit in its shadows. Mm. Inspired by the Twilight Gorilla Cam Sandula, Beezer fought the Imperial occupation of Ryloth and was freed from captivity by Saw Gerrera's partisans. That's, I, that's a, I haven't read a lot on this character other than I knew it was his uh, Bibb's cousin, and, and I think a lot of people initially thought in the movie theater there. Oh, there is that is that Cam Sandula? Is that is that him? Is that him? Mm. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's an interesting. What I love about Star Wars this is an interesting side character with a big story told yeah. in two scenes, two seconds, you two know? seconds. Yeah, you yeah. just see him in the background, but then yeah. he connects to all of these characters uh, yeah. from all of the the expanded. Like comic that. books and movies and uh, cartoons, uh, and just really, really colorful. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the databank entries, like, oh, you can kind of figure out what is being talked about mm. through context if you're not a huge Star Wars fan. Right, right. You cannot figure out what desiccated Leku is <laughs> if you're not looking at a picture and don't happen to know that Leku is the name for the Twilight's Head Tales. <laughs> right. You'd be like, what is a desiccated Leku? What are you talking about, StarWars.com? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a good punk rock band. <laughs> desiccated Leku! Yeah. 
<laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. So, look, I love mm-hmm. Star Wars characters who sit in the middle of being like, oh, interesting. He has a relationship with uh, other characters. He has yeah. a philosophical viewpoint. And also, just ridiculous. Yeah. He looks ridiculous. And his name is ridiculous. Yes. Beezer Fortuna. Beezer Fortuna. Beezer. I'm reading some notes on him here. I guess he was based off early sculpt designs for Bib Fortuna. Oh, so the joke nice. around the office was that uh, his production nickname was Cousin Bib. Ah. So um, Sir Pablo Hidalgo uh, put that detail into his backstory. So, okay. I, and that's sometimes, you know, we can complain sometimes that Star Wars can get too connected and too cute. I think that makes sense. Yeah. Give us what we want. I like that. A lot of Fortuna in the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like he's serving another hut. He's made an entirely yes. different life choice. Yeah. So much storytelling on Ryloth, so it makes sense. Mm. Uh, so, Jennifer, um, well, let's actually let's get some more Wikipedia details. Do we have anything more on uh, on you know, Wikipedia? One, there's no height and weight. Uh, uh, you know, the description. He's a lot thinner than Bib. If it's even possible, he's a lot uh, less attractive than Bib. Um, <laughs> he's really which got is a, saying a lot. An open mouth and a vacant yeah, stare. Vacant yeah. stare. Thinner, thinner. Uh, you know, I'm sure the diet of the partisans and Sagrer was not uh, as uh, you know opulent as the job of the hut. Uh, yeah. dinners that I'm sure they had there. Um, no height color, but I'm assuming he's pretty tall. Eye color blue, skin color uh, very light. Um, and yeah, the affiliation with the partisan, it says, so it lists here, this is Wikipedia. I don't know what, it says that he died on Jeddah. Okay. Now, I know most of them died. It makes some sense with what we saw happen, but I, we know some got away because yeah. we're going to have that uh, that new, what is it, the, uh, the, the squadron book coming out, uh, uh, yeah. Christy Golden's book. Yeah. Oh. Which is going to be the specialized stormtroopers versus the leftover hunting the partisans. I would I would like if this uh, this type of character with this interesting backstory would survive, but I don't yeah. know. It's saying mm-hmm. he died. Uh, I-, I think until until Sir Pablo says it. <laughs> I think he could still be alive yeah. and factor into that book. I think so, too. Mm. Uh, any quotes for Beezer Fortuna? No quotes. No doesn't quotes. say, I do not want um, a wonga. <laughs> no on the wonga. Yeah. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing much. Just a little bit of backstory, a lot of stuff on Ryloth um, and all that stuff there. Yeah. Okay. So, Jennifer, I want to go to you because I know that you are a return of the Jedi human being. It's in your DNA. <laughs> you like Bib Fortuna, right? Yeah, I do. So how do you feel about his desiccated cousin, Beezer? I'm kind of repulsed, and I, I hate to say this. You know, I mean, you would think, like, like Bib, come on. Yeah. Bib is just crazy. I mean, yeah. Right? Remember the nails and all that? Yeah, he's got, like, five or six cocaine nails. Yeah. yeah. He's just he's just a little much. So this guy, looking at him, he it's really the fangs. He has, like, these fangs and these piercing blue eyes, but he also looks a little, like, deer in the headlights. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. how he's going to—I don't know how he's going to do— Today, let's put it that way. Yeah. I'm a little scared for him. Um, mm-hmm. He's just not appealing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, understandable. I'm being so judgmental against uh, no, no, against his people. But no, you know, no, no, no. I mean, Bib is a looker in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bib is the catch of the Fortuna family. It's for sure. always been fascinating that all the the Twi'lek women are just these gorgeous, gorgeous. angels of the galaxy. Yeah, these incredible. And bodies. all the men are just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cam's got it going on, but then Bib is a sniveling weirdo, and then uh, Beezer, I think, yeah. is just hopped up on spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. Oh, my god! I think in the context of that Rogue One scene, that's the really the shot we see him in is the rest of our heroes are, are coming in, uh, you know, captured, and then Beezer just kind of looks over like, uh, mm-hmm. anything going on? Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Ken, how do you emotionally feel about uh, Beezer Fortuna? Um, I, I uh, clearly like him less than Radis, but you know what? <laughs> you picked. You picked a. You picked a good character. Um, I was predicting you were going to go two tubes, um, and that would have been interesting because I I, I like that character as well, even though I don't know a lot about him. Um, But Beezer's a good thing because his appearance was fun. It was like, oh, cool, yeah, Yeah. that would make sense. You'd have that, and then you kind of learn a little bit more about him uh, and even stuff I'm learning of him today during the show. Uh, He's interesting to me, and he's got clearly a good side to him. You know what I mean? He's he's not just tooling around the galaxy serving a hut. Not that that's a bad thing. Bib fans, you know, that's a job. That's a thing. Everybody needs a major domo. I haven't, yeah, I haven't really met any dedicated Bib fans. If you're out there, please let us know uh, uh, in all seriousness because it seems to be one of the most underappreciated or un. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's discussed a lot. Yeah. Not hated, but not loved either. Yeah. But I will. Uh, but, but anyways, yeah. I like Beezer. I, okay. I'm on board for Beezer. You picked well. Okay. Mm. Well, thank you. Thank you. And I will cling to my uh, Dengar tattoo philosophy mm. uh, that, you know, there's a person out there with a Dengar tattoo who has, right. has let us know. I think there's got to be someone for everyone. Yeah. A real human for every Star Wars character. So if Absolutely. you're listening and you got a Bib Fortuna tattoo, let us know at Force Center Pod. Yeah, please. Uh, okay. So in, yeah. So my, my final thoughts on Beezer, I really liked him too. I thought he was a great alien in that one shot. Mm. And I'm, I like him being the cousin and I'm excited by the questions that are raised uh, by his entry on databank specifically. If he was inspired to join this partisan group of really uh, energetic, uh, ready-to-fight characters, what happened to him Mm. that he looks so out of it? And also, how did his leku get desiccated? Desiccated. The mysteries of the Ryloth people that we will discover. Mm. All right. With all that information. (laughs) Oh, man. Remember the night I saw the desiccated leku open for Sugar Ray? (laughs) It's a great night. Oh, I got got ruined. Ruined. Do you know there's a whiskey called desiccated? Desiccated Leku now, dude. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, all right. And now, mm-hmm. let us fight. Wow. So. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All right. Uh, I, I have some thoughts about where this might take place, okay. but I want to be open. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I, ha- I have a thought, but it could happen. Throw it out there. It's a head cannon battle. Okay. I... I've already claimed, uh, 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 proclaimed, I should say, that I want uh, Radis to be alive, even though there's a solid chance he's not. Um, and uh, I like the idea of Beezer showing up as a partisan later on. He's an interesting, connected uh, character to the bigger universe. So I'm proposing, but I'm open to change, too, here, uh, that this is post-events of Rogue One, uh, maybe in the days after and leading up to New Hope, or even maybe after New Hope. Um, and they, these two have survived, but barely. And they are now in some sort sort of rebel medical center mm. resting a little bit. I, I don't know, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see mm. where you wanted to go mm-hmm. with this, Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. You know. uh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, because, uh, that, that generally, uh, uh, matches well with what I was thinking. Okay. So I think, uh, here's our head cannon mm. folks. Mm. I think, uh, I think Beezer did indeed survive. Okay. Mm. And he made it his way to Yavin. 
Okay. And he was actually on the profundity when it went into battle. Oh. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Took like, well, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a partisan, and, you right. know, I'm pretty desiccated right now. My leku and my soul are desiccated. It's not but just my leku. <laughs> I'm inspired by this Admiral Raddus. What a mon calamari. Right. Beezer says to himself. Uh, so he, he, he gets on the profundity. Uh, obviously, things don't, don't go well on right. the profundity. Mm-hmm. But Raddus and Beezer make it to an escape pod together. Mm. Okay. And they launch away from the profundity before okay. Vader slaughters everyone on board. Oh, <laughs> yes. The last thing they see yeah. is uh, Moncala's head flying off. Oh. Right. Severed Ooh. by Vader's blade. Uh, and they, they launch this escape pod. And mm. I, I think, yeah, they get they get picked up by some rebel friends. Okay. What planet are... Now, the rebels are on Yavin. So are they back on Yavin? Or do they end up somewhere uh, obscure, away, alone? Um, I don't know. Jennifer, Aww. you have any thoughts on that? I... Yeah, I kind of do like this idea of maybe they end up on uh, Tatooine, maybe like in the desert somewhere. They're, oh, you know, their pod lands poof, in the sand, uh, and it's just mm. the two of them kind of stranded. Okay, so not no, okay, not. so not picked up by the rebels yet. No, no well, if okay. they did the escape pod, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, I don't know. I also uh, like I'm, the idea of a medical lounge as well. <laughs> <laughs> medical lounge. I mean, it could be the medical lounge of Home One. Yeah, maybe Akbar picks him up. Oh. Interesting. You know, oh. You know, because Akbar really wasn't, uh, you know, conspicuously absent <laughs> yeah. from the Battle of Scarif. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll yeah. learn more about that in yeah. the form of books, comic books, <laughs> cartoons, and movies, and novels. Uh, books yeah. and novels. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So let's say uh, that, indeed, Admiral Akbar picks them up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they are in the medical bay. They are recovering. Okay. Right. Uh, and I think that Beezer is doubting whether Admiral Raddus made the right decision in bed. Ooh. That, that sounded bad. It He's lying in bad. bed. Yep. <laughs> it did sound bad. That one was from the whiskey. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they're both lying. They're reclining. Right. Okay. Um, okay. I think that Admiral Raddus had one of his flippers burned, Ooh. so it's sitting yep. in a Bakta tank. He's <laughs> got a flipper in the Bakta. That feels good. Yeah. Right. Uh, the 2-1-B droid uh, is got, is in there, and he is massaging the leku right. of Beezer, trying to get some life back in them. And <laughs> Beezer thinks everything that happened was a mistake. Jennifer, what does Beezer sound like? I... Either he's going to have a little bit of a rasp, or he might talk a little bit more like this. <laughs> I don't know. The second one is the voice of a Beezer. <laughs> right? Sure. Right. Just a, l- a little bit more like a, hey, guys. <laughs> like a modified George Lucas. I think higher pitched. I'm Beezer. I'm yeah. Beezer. I'm Beezer. I think, uh, I think you made a lot of mistakes, Radis. Yeah. Yeah. I think we yeah. got to go with that for sure. Okay. Uh, so I think he is complaining. I think he thinks that Radis was foolhardy in that yeah. he doesn't really see exactly what was accomplished. Mm. on Scarif and just got everybody slaughtered. <laughs> so he's like, hey, you just got, I mean, I, I thought it was a good yeah. idea, but then you just got, you got everybody killed, your flippers and Bakta. I mean, yeah. are you a good decision maker? Yeah. Ooh. Now Radis is going to respond. Now Radis, and I, by the way, I say, I do this with all apologies to the great, talented Stephen Stanton, yeah. who voices many characters, but Radis. Um, I, I, Radis kind of turns to him like, why don't you stop talking? Because <laughs> if you partisans had joined the war sooner and saw Guerrero wasn't such a problem, we could have avoided this whole thing entirely. Oh. Yeah, and I think that, that makes Beezer mad. I think he, he it opens up a philosophical thought mm-hmm. for Beezer. And he's mm-hmm. like, 
uh, well, well uh, you're the guy who's always like, uh, let's go fight, fight, fight. And that's what Sagarera did. And then you guys were like, oh, you're fighting wrong. Like, well, if you're so f- uh, for forward movement and action, why didn't you support Sagarera? And that's starting to sound like a stirring speech to Admiral Raddus. Yeah. Mm. So, without any hesitation, Raddus throws a bedpan at him. <laughs> with, his okay. other, with his flipper. His with his with his other yeah, flipper. with his other flipper. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer. In Star Wars, what does a space bedpan look like? <laughs> is it is it really is it different in order to accommodate uh, different uh, forms of alien defecation? You, you think about the possibility. You'd have to have a lot of different types of, of bedpans. <laughs> you really would. This is you very, really would. Oh, uh, this is a great question. I'm thinking it still would be silver. A silver okay. bedpan. It's silver. Okay. Mm-hmm. Silver. I don't know. This gets in the whole biology of uh, well, yeah. Juan Calamari. It's much like the three seashells in Demolition Man. It's a mystery. Um, (laughs) This one's both flat and wide, circular, but square. Uh, It's just a weird-shaped, a lot of angles on it. Okay, okay. so you could see this bedpan hanging on the wall of a museum, and you go, that's some nice art. Is it from Naboo? Yes. And then Redis would be like, no, it's my bedpan, my bedpan. (laughs) That's my bed, Brian. <laughs> That's very Marcel Duchamp. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. So, I hung on my job. Uh, all right. Uh, so Radis hurls this thing that is both uh, curved and di- still does have sharp angles. Where, where and how does it hit Beezer, Jennifer? In the Leku, of course. Okay. <laughs> it's desiccated. In his desiccated, desiccated Leku. Leku. And I think, uh, wow. yeah, I think it, it hits one and that that uh it's not it's the one that 2nb is not massaging exactly. with oils yeah, yeah. Uh, and it starts to just sort of bubble and fall away oh so gosh. this was the final blow for his leku oh, oh man no. <laughs> and i think uh beezer cannot uh stand mm. or lie in a bed for that no uh, no like, that's, um, that's not that's not okay what else what does beezer say about his leku jennifer i that I think he's really troubled because maybe he did like Radis at first and he thought mm-hmm. that he was a good guy. So now it's almost There's like a connective thread. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, maybe not, I don't want to say his mentor, but this right. guy that he liked and he's really disappointed in his terrible actions. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. maybe that's what he would say. I'm really, I'm really disappointed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Beezer says, I'm really disappointed. I'm losing the voice. It's turning into Kermit. I'm really dis. Oh shoot! Now I'm gonna go to Kermit. I'm I'm really disappointed. I really thought we could have had an open discussion about this. No, I'm only picturing Beezer on a log going rainbow connection. I'm so desiccated. Uh, yeah, for sure. This is a torturous moment for tortured Beezer because he wants to believe in something, but yeah. oh, his his mm-hmm. ideals are so far gone that he's just in a fog of spice and fear. Right. So he tried to connect yeah. to uh, the the action of Radis, but now it's just... Mm. But, but now anger is rising yeah. in him. He, he thought that we could have an open discussion, but we can't. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he offers an ultimatum oh. to Radis. Mm. And he says, um, right now, either uh, you are going to have a long and thoughtful philosophical discussion mm-hmm. about when is it appropriate to take violent action in galactic conflict, or I'm going to kill you. Oh. He's very tortured. He's very, very tortured. tortured. Um, How does Radis respond, Ken? Radis slowly, surely, takes his uh, little flipper feet over the side of the bed, <laughs> starts standing up. The two one B droids like, please, do not, do not, do not do that. Please, please sit down. Sit down. Radis stands up. 
grabs the small back to tank for a slipper. Yeah. And dumps it on <gasps> Beezer's head. Okay. This yeah. is like total Laurel and Hardy slow burn comedy. Just and, and now it's, it takes a long time for it to drain true. It's like <laughs> it's like syrup. Drip, it's like drip. Yeah. yeah. Now mind you, back to this is a healing property. <laughs> oh, so right. it might be a little bit of a hasty, impulsive move on Radis's part because, you know, that desiccated leku is now getting kind of, you know, it's it's some healing back. properties. Or, oh. You know, but there's such a disrespect behind this move mm-hmm. and, a, and a defiant, almost childlike defiance yeah. from Radis here. Um, but as it slowly drips out... <laughs> And Beezer is just like I can't. I can't believe you're doing that. What do you? Why? Why would you? It's, yeah. it's still pouring out of the bucket. It's slow. <laughs> I, it's yeah, coming down. <laughs> what do you think about that? And uh, is this is happening? Yeah. Uh, Beezer's Leku, the one that had been being massaged by Two MB, who's now backing away. Yeah. And going maybe to the comm unit, uh, right. is suddenly becoming less desiccated. Mm-hmm. His good Leku is becoming. Engorged. Engorged. <laughs> Voluptuous. <laughs> Voluptuous I mean, and engorged. If you've ever experienced Supple? a gorge leku, tell your doctor. <laughs> so, yeah. If this lasts for four hours, yeah. it won't. Yeah. It's, this isn't going to last for four hours. No. Abandoned joke. Abandoned <laughs> joke. Uh, so, and, and he's, as his leku is coming back, so it's a little bit of his pride. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, Radis kind of meant this as a, like, uh, a shutdown to, like, uh, you just shut up. Mm-hmm. And instead, it is mm-hmm. infuriating Beezer. He is right. fully, feeling full of power and rage, so he strikes. Mm-hmm. How does he strike Radis, Jennifer? Oh, I'm going to guess that he might have some nails. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he just... <laughs> Voluptuous and gorged nails. Yeah. Swipes, takes a swipe at his chins, just oh. like a cat. Oh, so he, just, he claws just Radis claws jowls. Him. Yeah. Just claws him. Oh, yeah. And this is this is painful. Uh, Radis is... <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and it, there, there is uh, uh, pus and, oh. and blood coming out. Yeah, it's, it's disturbing. It's disturbing. Yeah, we never mm-hmm. said this was going to be friendly to children. Right. This is rough, rough <laughs> rumble here in databank brawl. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Radis sort of stumbles back, but yes. now I think he is in for the fight. Mm-hmm. So what does he do? What does Radis do, Ken? Um... I think he takes a, with his good hand, he just takes a big swipe on Beezer's face, and it's just the sound of a slapping flipper. Okay. Upside. Um, But he doesn't stop there. You know, he just is like, I'm going to probe your shield. And he's like (laughs) pushing, shoving. All right. Just just getting Beezer on his hind legs. Okay. So he's got he's got Not hind legs. We know what I mean, but back it up on, yeah. on, on his uh, you know he's on the defensive. Okay, so he this is a flurry of flippers. He is uh, exactly with both Good flippers way going now. Yeah. There is Bakta flying everywhere. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think that uh, Beezer is being slapped and wailed. He's up on his feet and he goes uh, stumbling backwards and he crashes into the two one B unit before the two one B can actually call anyone else. Yeah, and I, I think he uh, collapses. Uh, uh, the two and B clatters to the ground. Uh, Radis grabs like uh, one of the the two one B's limbs, pulls it out of the socket, and smashes the comm unit in the door. Ooh, yeah, oh. because Radis is mad, and he's going to settle this by himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He doesn't like Akbar coming in here with his more uh, reserved and peaceful talk. Mm. Right. So he wants. He just wants a cage match. <laughs> With Beezer. So he smashes the controls. And we all know in Star Wars, when you smash the controls, oh, yeah. 
it easily closes everything. Right. Uh, yeah, and he turns, but Beezer is back up on his feet. What what's Beezer doing? No, I think he's kind of he's definitely stumbling around. There's some liquid on the ground. Of course, it doesn't affect Radis. This is his, his, that's his element. He's quite capable. Oh yeah. And so Beezer is just he's kind of dumbfounded at like why Radis is so angry. But I think for Radis, Radis is just sick of this type uh-huh. of person. Uh-huh. These partisan types. Enough talk. Right. They you know? can't get off their bedpans and make a decision. Yeah. Exactly. He's just sick of it, and he's just taking it out. Mm. On Beezer. More yeah. so than like Beezer specifically. Right. Red has spent a lot of time building the profundity. Those were his friends that were right. all slaughtered by Vader. He didn't and want to ship. abandon yeah. ship, but he thought it would be the smart move for the yeah. good of the alliance. So he's he's angry. Yeah. And it is all gonna come flying out of his flippers. And he grabs him. Maybe he grabs him somehow with his flipper, grabs Beezer <laughs> somehow, like, somehow ra- mm. or wraps around his neck or something, sure. like pulls him in close. Do you know what I've seen? I can't do the <laughs> Do you know what I've seen? Yeah. I saw my crew wiped down, wiped away, after we probed that shield by some <laughs> light sword wielding monster. He's spitting on him. Yeah. You know. <laughs> if you say probe that shield one more time. And then he just, oh man, Reddit just slaps him, slaps him across the face. I think he, he manages, it's hard to get a. You know, this this is a truth. It's hard to get a wet flipper around a wet engorged leku. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah. Raditz manages it. He Man. gets him by the leku, and I think he uh, just, he actually does like a judo flip. Like okay. head over heels. He just sends uh, Beezer spiraling so through the air. Beezer's, so Beezer lands on his back, is what you're saying? Like flips. Yeah, but he flips like at least three or flips. four turns. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is Olympic level so spectacle. Then what Raditz, he sees a course of uh, action in front of him here. He sees uh, Beezer on the ground. He's still kind of got one hand on, on one of the le- Leku. So he uh, grabs them together. Like, oh. pulls them. You yeah. know, like it's uh, like one a One healthy, one desiccated. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a rope. And he starts, Radis starts spinning. And now he's like doing an airplane spin. Almost oh, wow. He just oh, and just and Beezer's just out of it, you know, he can't even respond. <laughs> Two one beast is like, this is abnormal. Please cease. Please cease. <laughs> um, and then Radish just lets him go. Yeah. And, he, and Beezer just flies into the corner and hits a wall. Yeah, he hits a Thumbs wall. up against the wall. Right above the wall is uh, a shelving unit, like a, mm-hmm. a closed-off container. Mm-hmm. Right. One would assume, this is the medical bay, one would assume that it is full of uh, medicine. It is full of extra bacta. It is right. full of uh, different limbs that 2-1-B applies for different purposes. <laughs> but no. Right. The rebels aren't super well organized right now. It is full of thermal detonators and blasters. Oh. Yeah. And Radis thinks, like, I've ended this fight. Mm-hmm. His rage is clearing a little bit. He just, he threw uh, Beezer across the room twice. Right. And he's, he's taking a deep breath, which sounds like... <laughs> and, uh, and then, almost as if a metaphor for these two sentient beings' lives... Mm-hmm. They try to resolve things. They try to do things right. Mm -hmm. And then, inevitably, a rain of violence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Thermal detonators and blasters fall, and Beezer grabs one of each. Uh Uh-huh. 
And I think Beezer just opens fire on Radis. Oh, oh wow. Oh, interesting. It. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Saw you, taught me well. Saw taught me well. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and uh, what what does Radis do? Radis, I mean, I'm assuming that there still is liquid, so he's kind of using that to his advantage <laughs> to kind of slip and slide around. I wish you all could see Jennifer. Oh, my God. Slipping and <laughs> sliding around. amazing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I like, have to get into character. I know. That was, that was an amazing slip right. and slide. Uh, it looked like a peak 1987 Axl Rose dance, but fast forward speed, the swaying back and forth. Yep. yep. So I, you know, I can't even do it. <laughs> so clearly, he doesn't have shoes on, right? He's no. using his Mon Calamari flippers, yeah. and he is now. How is all this slipping and sliding? Is it helping him to dodge the blaster bolts? It's exactly, and that's making Beezer frustrated. And I mm. think that Beezer is not the best shot. And I think no. he's a little like maybe he hasn't done this very often, so he's kind of shaky yeah. and just. Well, one of the bolts hits. The two one B droid. Yeah, sparks flying everywhere. Yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. So then he that kind of <clears throat> throws his confidence, and now he's just he's I don't know what he's gonna do. Mm. Does he? Does he? Turn it on himself? I don't know. Oh no! Oh, not. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe. Mm. Like, the, but not. Oh, not just it. Turn it on himself. Yeah. 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 I mean, as, he's not going to kill himself. No, not yeah. as. No, not as. Not. Not like. Sorry. Who's the sweet mother here in this group? <laughs> I think it's more like. <laughs> Welcome to databank suicide. <laughs> Welcome to Wait. Jennifer's working on some stuff. <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. He's using it as like a tactic. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, I'll do it. I'll do it, man. I feel like he's not the most stable guy. I'm just going to put it out there. I agree. I like this. Okay. I like yeah, this I'm lot. okay with that. I think he goes to places because mm-hmm. of Saw Gerrera's training. He goes to places other people wouldn't. Right. I think yeah. a couple things happen here. I think he's firing away like mad. 2-1-B droid goes down. Uh, I, I think one of the blaster bolts hits the, the comm unit again, which is already buzzing. And it actually lights on fire. Oh. It's now in Radis's corner mm. room. It's starting to burn. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, which is not, not friendly to Radis. And then, exactly as you described, this crazy technique, Beezer puts the blaster to his head just to kind of see what's going to happen. What is that going to mm-hmm. do to Radis? And I think he has a little breakdown, and he starts to admit the horrible truth of how his Leku got desiccated, ah. which was his abuse of spice. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jennifer, mm-hmm. Beezer's... This is like intervention. <laughs> <laughs> this is like uh, VH1's Behind the Beezer. Behind the Beezer. <laughs> On VH1's oh. Behind the Beezer. <laughs> so he's got the blaster to his head, and he is confessing these things. Oh, Give us God. a little taste of what he's saying, Jennifer. want to do this. I know you've seen some things, but I've seen some things too. <laughs> and Radis at this point is like, oh shoot. Oh. I didn't know it was I didn't know I was not dealing with this guy who was like emotionally oh, unstable. I shouldn't have broke his emotional <laughs> shields. They're down. They're down. down. Alert. Emotional Alert. shields down. This is gold leader set up for your emotional shield tack run. <laughs> so he starts just losing it. Who knows what mm-hmm. he's he's just rambling. Mm-hmm. And Radis's training kicks in. And it's like he's gonna talk this man down from the ledge. Mm. You know that that heroic side of him that we love. Look, man, get a hold of yourself. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not a stirring speech. It's just blunt truth. Yeah, it's like your uncle who's not good with his feelings but wants to help. Right? Yeah. He's if yeah. like Doctor Phil was a mon calamari 
and good at his job. <laughs> so, so give us a little taste of what he says. Well, Jen. General, get your pumps together. You chose to run off under this life. I chose a life of service. You chose a life in the margins. It's still your time. You can you can rally. You can change. Right? We we can do this. The war's still going. Get a hold of yourself. Grab your leku and pull yourself up by them. Let's go. Yeah. The world needs you. The mm. galaxy needs you. Oh, boy. I think what happens is... Uh-oh. Beezer stares at him. Oh, no. And just says... Yeah, you're, you're not very good at speeches. <laughs> and the bedpan has ended up by Radis's flipper feet. Okay. Uh-oh. In a desperate maneuver. hmm Because we know he's a good tactician. Right. He kicks the bedpan. Mm. It ricochets off a wall, and it hits the blaster out of Beezer's hand. Good. Just as he fires. <gasps> oh, so no. It, it, it grazes the back of Beezer's head, but it doesn't. It just, it just, okay, yeah, just, just a little, uh, little, yeah. a little burn. Oh, Bounces yeah. off the wall and hits the 2-1-B droid on the ground. <laughs> oh, <laughs> poor droid. Not again. Not again. <laughs> this is a place of health. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, and now they're in a frozen moment where they don't right. know what's going to happen. Right. They, they've both uh, shared their emotional truth. They're both beings who are caught between uh, the necessity for violence and, the ne- and wanting a better future. Mm-hmm. And this is a good point in our battle. Mm-hmm. We always pause and we decide who should win, who do we believe is the, the mm-hmm. better combatant, who do we want to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just going to pat us on our on the backs, all mm-hmm. of us, that, you know, I thought this was just going to be Admiral Radice's game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Beezer's had a good showing. Right. So do you guys have strong feelings about who should win? And then we'll decide narratively what happens. I just realized somebody's going to have to die. <laughs> Not necessarily. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. now I feel sorry for Beezer. I think he needs he needs help. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, this this uh, clearly Radis is superior in this. Yeah. I mean, clearly. he's a superior. Rad- Radis could win this fight right now. He's yeah. in the position of power. Absolutely. Yeah. He's a superior yeah. physical combatant and yeah. tactician. And mentally as well. And mentally, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Right. He, yeah. His compass always points north. Mm-hmm. You know, he is a true star, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken, who do you think... So you think Radis is the physical victor, for sure, if you want. Yes. But, yes. but who do you think uh, deserves to win, like, emotionally, since our shields are down? <laughs> Beezer, clearly. Okay. This is a moment for a character who... Who'd made some good choices in his life. I think he joined the Partisans with a, a well-intentioned heart. Um, but some other choices that he made kept him in those margins. And, and um, he, he, he could be destined for something bigger and better. Hmm. And I want him to have a little bit of a redemption. I think he's deserving of that. I okay. Right. Okay. I have an idea mm-hmm. of what happens then. Okay. I think... Because uh, I agree that Beezer needs a redemption, mm-hmm. but Admiral Radis is clearly the superior uh, fighter. Right. And I think that Admiral Radis closes in on him mm-hmm. in realizing he's very, you know, definitive that he has to end this. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think he goes in for uh, the classic Mon Calamari uh, killing blow, mm-hmm. which is a massive headbutt. I mean, that is a massive, huge, wet, sloppy headbutt. <laughs> big, wet head. Yeah. And, uh, and he knows that if he drives it right into, like, the lower gut, yeah. 
of Beezer. Yeah. That is going to shoot all the wind out of that frail little broken body. He has to hold himself back, not to snap right. Beezer in two. <laughs> right, right. But he screams, <laughs> and he drives his uh, big, bulbous, wet fish head into Beezer's gut. And Beezer just air shoots out of him. What does it sound like, Jennifer? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he collapses just yeah. in in a mess, and uh, yeah. and Raditz actually like slaps his flippers together. And says, well, <laughs> mm-hmm. done is done, right? And he says, "Sleep it off. <laughs> You'll be good in the morning." Uh, so, and he starts to just climb back into bed. Right. I think I'll I'll deal with the rest of this later. Mm. But in this assault, mm. Beezer accidentally turned on one of the thermal detonators. <sighs> And it is ticking away. Oh, no. And Beezer has a choice. Yeah. He could throw it at Radis. Mm-hmm. He could let it go. There are a bunch of other thermal detonators. So if this yeah. one goes off. Oh, it's, it's a dead. Home one is hurt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think he makes a heroic choice. Mm-hmm. And I think he runs right. towards Radis. Mm. Throws him on the ground. Yeah. Throws his own body over Radis's. Mm. Oh. Then picks up the rest of the 2-1-B unit. <laughs> Puts it over both of them. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Just as the thermal detonators go off. <laughs> uh, luckily, you know they're, 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 it's a little contained by uh, the, the by the bacta. <laughs> the fire's still going on the doors. So they're not entirely safe. Right. Right. But come okay. shrapnel just sh- shreds the two NB. Mm-hmm. It piles into Beezer. Right. But I think they both live. Mm. Yes. I like that. Yes. What more do you think happens, Ken? I think you fade to black, and then you fade up to another medical bay, <laughs> another 2-1-B droid, <laughs> an FX-7, and Admiral Akbar standing there, mm. and he's just staring down, shaking his head, and Radis is there, mask on, kind of, not quite life support, but Beezer's there, a little bit more damaged, definitely with some more desiccated Leku. <laughs> and Akbar just shakes his head, and is like, Radis, this is, this is why, this is why you're on the outskirts. You're suspended. <gasps> you can come back later. We've got some big missions coming up. Um, but I can't, I can't let these actions continue. And you, whoever you are. <laughs> Beezer, my name's Beezer. These are my cousin's bib. Shut up. <laughs> You're a good soldier. We'll, mm. we'll need your services later. And Akbar walks out, and there's just kind of a quiet moment. And Radis looks over at Beezer and is like, now you understand. And now you're worthy. And Beezer's like, I want to fight the Empire. <laughs> and then they have some adventures, much like uh, Gimli. Legolas. <laughs> Later on in life, we're going to get some books. Radis and Beezer. The Adventures of Radis and Beezer. Radis and Beezer. That is wow. a beautiful, beautiful moment. Uh, Jennifer, oh. can you say the end as Beezer? The end. <laughs> I was like a child. I was like, rainbow connection. The end. I don't know. That was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. That was a fun and surprising battle. Yeah. In Ooh. case 
you ever thought we planned these? Boy, do we not. <laughs> no. <laughs> not at all. No. They always surprise us. I thought that would just be an Admiral Raddus bats around whoever I pick, no matter what. But, you know, I think we learned a lot about, uh, about the, you know, the, the, the uh, struggle yeah. that our rebel heroes go through. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I hope we all yeah. learned a lot today <laughs> that we can take into our own lives. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> If you guys have characters that you would like to see fight, be sure to tweet us at Force Center Pod. It's fine if you want to let us know like who you want to see fight, but we really just like it if you have a character that you love that you really want to see fight. Uh, we've got some suggestions coming up. We got a couple of different uh, fun battles coming up. This is our 40th episode. It's crazy! Yay! Building up to the 50th episode, yep. I'm really, really hoping to uh, to build on the nice list that uh, one of our listeners, Tristan Shields, made for us. Yep. Update it. And really let people see like what the history of databank brawl has been, right. so we can pick some past fighters to maybe have a little tournament I love for the fiftieth. Like not huge, maybe just yeah. a couple people yeah. from the best fighters. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll show up in the fiftieth episodes. We're going to keep building up to that. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, Ken, where can people find you? You can find me at Ken Napsock. It's well known my love of Admiratus. I want to thank you all who continue to send me pictures and, and comments. And anytime Radis is mentioned, my name somehow gets brought up. <laughs> <laughs> and it brings me great joy. Um, I, you know, I follow Stephen Stanton. He follows me. So you can you include him. Get him. I'd love to have Stephen Stanton come by here and fight as Radis. We'll have oh, a rematch. Oh, my, my God. God. Yes. yes. And he could just say all of Radis's <laughs> crazy lines yes. uh, coming out of actual Radis. <laughs> yeah. That would be beautiful. Uh, Jennifer, where can people find you? Anything you want to plug? Yeah, you can find me on all the social media sites at Jennifer Landa. This was so much fun. As always, it's very cinematic. I would love it if somebody could animate these. Yes. Can you imagine? Um, but yeah, uh, thank you for having me on today. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. You guys can find me on all the social media is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, while no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl.